Hey everyone, and welcome to Let's Innovate, the podcast where we uncover the passion behind great ideas. I'm your host, Michael Unger, and in my day job, I'm the program coordinator at the HR McMillan Space Center. And today we are joined by Manisha Narula. Manisha is a social innovator with experience in education, youth empowerment, and community engagement. As the Director of Community Impact and Strategy at League of Innovators, Manisha is working on mobilizing the next generation of entrepreneurs, innovators, and changemakers, and developing a culture of youth entrepreneurship across Canada. Hey, Manisha, how's it going? Awesome. Thanks, Michael. Things are great. How are you? Oh, not bad. So you work at something called the League of Innovators. This sounds like you might have a cape or some sort of a superhero uh, friends that you're hanging out with. We we love that. Yeah, we tend to think that the entrepreneurs that we work with are superheroes. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about uh, League of Innov- Innovators. What is it? Of course. Yeah. So League of Innovators, we launched just in 2017. And our goal as a national charity is really to support young people that are stepping into their their life of being an entrepreneur, whether they're just exploring what entrepreneurship even means to them and how to really uh, gain that skill set and mindset over all of being an entrepreneur, but also supporting those that are actively running businesses, startups, nonprofits, uh, and making sure that we are able to create a community for young entrepreneurs to be able to support each other as well. How did you get inspired? Like, were you in the entrepreneurial game? Were you starting up your own businesses? How did you have this idea to also become an entrepreneur and help other people start up their own businesses? Yeah. So prior to League of Innovators, uh, I joined LOI right in our, our day one of launching in fall of 2017. And prior to that, I was running my own nonprofit, which was more mainly focused on career development and soft skill development for young people. Uh, so my background has always been to support young people as they figure out what their career options really look like, figure out how they can make sure they have more relevant skills to, to embark in the workforce as well. Uh, so I was running a nonprofit on my own that was targeted towards career development and came across League of Innovators in 2017 as we were starting to launch. Um, and at that time, there were so many similarities in the nonprofit that I was running and then also what League of Innovators was planning to do as well is that we actually ended up merging the two nonprofits. And that's how I ended up joining the League of Innovators team and haven't looked back since. Where does your passion lie with that? You say this is where your background is. Like what gets you excited to kind of work in this field? Oh, yeah. A lot of it was my my personal experience. And I can you know, sure that there's like 99% of the people out there feel the same way where they they didn't know what to do when when graduating from high school, not being aware of what the career options will really look like for them, not being exposed to uh, a diverse number of options when they're in high school either, and having to make choices uh, on what to do for post-secondary, just based on what's suggested, maybe based on what a sibling is doing, um, and then entering Mm -hmm. college or, or university and realizing that there's so many more opportunities ahead of you. And that's when you really have to start experimenting and figuring out what really gets you hyped up. So uh, I was in university and that was really the process that I was going through myself as well, personally, and realized that everyone around me was also just as confused, just as lost. (laughs) So it's something that I, I, I found really interesting. And I ended up doing some work around mentoring students that were trying to figure out what they wanted to do. And 
um, ended up doing some internships in the education and social innovation space. And just through trying a bunch of things out, I, I ended up meeting some people that were wanting to also do some work within the career development space. And we're really passionate about uh, supporting young people as they're figuring out this journey of being lost. Um, and instead of going the, I would say, safe path of finding a stable job after university, I, I ended up starting a, a nonprofit that was focused entirely on helping youth navigate their career options with a close mentor of mine. So a lot of it was personal experience uh, and just realizing how badly the support system was really needed too. Uh, oh, wow. That's really amazing. You know, I think it's a really interesting perspective when I talk to kids and letting them know that they're not alone in that feeling of, I don't know what to do next. You know, like you're in that space and you can see, you know, university or sort of like post-secondary sort of like on the horizon or potentially, you know, the workplace. And there's a lot of options out there and you don't know where to go. You don't know what the right fit is for you. And I remember when I was young, I was certainly in that space and it was, it was really disconcerting because all of a sudden, like, like all of like that curiosity, that spark of that, when we were going to get into ideation, innovation, you know, all of that, um, that energy that comes through all those, it just kind of stops because you're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Um, and I think it's a really nice to hear someone like yourself who also went through that and was able now was able to help uh, kids. And, it, and it's getting harder now. <laughs> it was, I, I, I honestly look back on my experience and I feel like I maybe had it easy because now it's just there's so many more options. There's so much more uncertainty on what the workforce will really look like and what this future of work is and what these right. are that people need. So it's, it's only getting harder, which is why we need this support more than ever. Okay. Well, let's get into uh, the ideation workshop that you are going to run uh, as part of the Youth Innovation Showcase uh, in 2021. It's going to be on Wednesday, November 18th, uh, and we have uh, some spots left, so sign up. So, But before we get into that, Manisha, I want to talk about the word ideation uh, and what that means to you. You know, we talk a lot about innovation on this podcast, but let's talk about ideation and sort of uh, get into the, some of the definitions and particularly, I think, like your definition of it. Yeah, ideation and innovation definitely show up together a lot of times as well. And I, I find that with these terms, they, they often feel like buzzwords as well, because we use that so much. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think just to really simplify it, and this is why I feel it's so important for us to discuss that with young people as well, is that at the end of the day, it's really just this mindset and skill set of being able to problem solve. So how can you actually create a more structured process in your mind to know what the problem really is, know what the different options are for you to solve that problem, and then being able to make decisions with more confidence um, and being more creative with that decision and problem solving process as well. And, you know, one thing that I always say is that it doesn't matter whether you're starting a business and if you're an entrepreneur, this will show up in every single thing you do. The concept and the process of being able to ideate, problem solve, being innovative is a, an absolutely essential skill in any career. So what 
do you hope the kids will get out of uh, this workshop? Maybe sort of like give us a little bit of a preview of what to expect. Yeah, so we we're, we'll be walking through you know, what this concept of ideation really entails and how people can have the tools to actually ideate with a bit more confidence as well. And we have an incredible young entrepreneur, Kavita Dow, that's joining us to share her story as well. Uh, but overall, what I would want from this workshop is really to make sure that young people feel a bit more confident when pursuing the world of entrepreneurship and innovation. Uh, when we talked about entrepreneurship, it's generally a really intimidating thing to pursue, which is completely mm. fair. You generally look at um, tech CEOs and what they're building, and it's it's scary. And a lot of times we talk to our young entrepreneurs and they, they express that they never thought that they could have done this. It was never something they imagined for themselves because they just didn't feel like they were capable of doing it. So I, if through this workshop, I really want to get people at a point where they're a bit more comfortable sharing their ideas. They're able to really take those small steps to figure out how innovation and entrepreneurship actually plays a role in their life um, and start developing that mind skill, mindset and skill set overall and realize that it's it's going to show up in everything that you do. Right. Now, we talked a little bit before we started recording just about you know how our lives have changed this year and 2020 has completely changed the entire planet in so many ways. So how do you think that the ideation process has changed for most of us being at home now? And what are some of the challenges you've encountered? Or are there any surprising benefits maybe? It's challenging. I mean, the one thing that I loved about the ideation process was the ability to collaborate with other people because it, it's so important to be able to you know, be in front of a whiteboard, use all the post-its uh, and be able to brainstorm right away. There's so much value in doing that. But I also feel like that's still possible in a virtual setting. There, there's so many collaboration tools that exist now for people to be able to still recreate that experience online. So I think uh, a lot of times we're just not aware that we are able to still create that kind of experience online. But I also think that with ideation, generally the most important part of ideation is being able to actually validate your ideas and share your ideas and get feedback so you can refine it right away. You can iterate it right away. And there, it's actually easier to do that online because you can contact people and you can get in touch with people to set up meetings uh, faster. There's so many more opportunities to talk to people. Um, and uh, generally, people are much more willing to take these meetings, <laughs> even if they're 20 minutes long, to, to have you share their ideas and give feedback as well. So I think that even those challenging when you don't have that type of in-person collaboration, there's so many more opportunities now being presented to be able to do this work virtually. Like, like you say, you used to be in the boardroom with the sticky notes, but now you're in your chair, you're at home. And once you click off that computer, everyone is just gone and you're still in your space, but you still are in that mind space. How, how does that feel for you like with your ideation process? Um, does that do, do the ideas do they still bubble with that energy of being in the room um, or are you able to kind of like separate yourself and think about things in a different way <laughs> it's hard to separate myself from it <laughs> um, 
I mean, it's definitely a personal preference. And I, I find that I, I've kind of had to find ways for myself to, um, you know, even show up in a more creative mindset prior to doing an ideation or brainstorming session with anyone. So normally I will try to like change up my environment as well. I don't want to be sitting at my desk before a session. I'll go for a walk outside um, and allow myself to just think uh, at that time. And I, I also think for me, it really helps to be able to write my ideas on my own before, which is kind of referred to as brain writing before you enter the brainstorming process. And then I, I definitely find that after those ideas are still buzzing. So I just, I, the biggest thing for me is being able to write it down. So if I need my brain to shut off, I want to write everything down. Um, you know, what showed up in the ideation session? What do I think, uh, you know, is still remaining for us to do so that we can then reconvene and be able to do that in our next session? Because, you know, realistically, it all doesn't happen in one go. It's really a process over time. Um, so that I can also train my brain to shut up for a bit as well. Mm -hmm. No, you know what? I think you hit it on the head there. Be you know, just getting outside for a walk, I think, is number one, a great tip. Another one that you just said that I've actually really learned uh, as a skill for myself this year is just writing that idea down and looking at it reevaluating it and maybe just like tinkering it a bit and just kind of like, okay, now that I've actually put it onto the paper, now I have something else to add to it. And now before you even present it, now it's a, a fully fleshed out idea now to present. Because how many times have you presented an idea that just kind of like just got into your brain and just spit it out and it wasn't quite the way that you sort of envisioned it. I mean, you just threw it out there and it didn't quite land. But then maybe a day later, you're like, oh, I should have, this is how I should have presented it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there, there's so much power in being able to write it down and then being able to vocalize it uh, because I, I feel like we're always trying to find the perfect solution or the perfect idea before we share it with anyone. But that's just realistically not how it's going to work is you have to be able to share it and you have to be able to be open to what others are going to then respond with uh, in order to actually refine and then get to a point where you feel comfortable and you feel confident about what you're actually sharing. So Manisha, before we end off here, I uh, just wanted to end with something. I uh, did some reading on some of the, the papers that, that you wrote, and you wrote a really interesting article on LinkedIn called Reflecting on My Nonprofit Startup Life. And I'd like to read uh, sort of this addendum that you wrote uh, at the end here, if, if you're okay with that. Of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you wrote, Writing about my experiences is uncomfortable and new to me, and I've always made excuses not to do it. Adding this piece for accountability and an open appreciation for those who share and put themselves out there regularly and inspired me to write this post. Now, Venetia, when I read that, I reflected how much that sounds like a few of the youth that I've interviewed for this podcast. Could you maybe reflect? reflect on why you wrote that article and perhaps any last inspiring words for the youth out there heading into 2021? Of course. I, I love that you, you picked that piece of the article. Um, I decided to write this post uh, a few weeks ago as I was entering my like 
my third year anniversary with LOI. And um, it had been a few years of me just being in the nonprofit startup world. And I found that I often shared my experiences with the young people that we worked with, or I shared it with friends, but I was never comfortable sharing it, I guess, in a more public setting, like even if that's a LinkedIn mm. article. Uh, and, and generally that's because of all the imposter syndrome that we feel every single day. And, uh, you know, I see our young entrepreneurs at LOI that are constantly putting themselves out there that are sharing and thinking that, oh, I'm, I'm so glad they're able to do it, but I just can't. Uh, and I honestly, I hated thinking that way. I hated that thought process because at the end of the day, they're also doing something that's really scary. They're doing something new. They're, they're putting themselves out there. And after talking to them, you realize that every single person still also experiences imposter syndrome and they're scared to do it, but they're doing it anyway. So I, I feel really, really inspired by that. Um, and I realize that so many young people, especially as they're, they're entering a new career or they decide to start a new idea, they're, they're so hesitant to start sharing that with people just because of the fear of, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not doing it the right way. Someone else knows more than me. And I really felt that when I was even writing that, that LinkedIn piece as well. And I think putting that in words was for me to address, like, I'm scared to put this out there, <laughs> but I'm doing it anyway. Um, because I realized that, you know, even if one person can get value from this, I'm I'm happy. And that's really how our, our young entrepreneurs feel as well when they're putting something out there is that um, I don't want to set expectations on this having to be the one solution for everyone and that it'll benefit so many people. But I know that there's people out there that need to hear it, that want to hear it and will get value. Um, and that makes all the difference in just really being able to take any step, no matter how small or big it is, to to really put yourself out there and try to get over that imposter syndrome eventually. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of the ideas that I've heard being pitched, you know, by the youth, they they bring this up about your idea doesn't need to be world changing an idea just simply to make a difference for one or two people, that's a great start. And because you don't know how much of an impact that may make for those one or two people. And I think it's a really valuable lesson. You know, we don't all need to have those big world changing ideas every single time. Uh, sometimes just real simple first steps uh, for yourself and maybe for someone else can make the big difference. Yeah, 100%. You, you'll never know where it'll take you, but you'll also never know where it'll take you if you don't even start. <laughs> so that's, that's a big piece. <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, Manisha, we are going to see you at the Ideation Workshop on Wednesday, November 18th uh, for youth age 12 to 14. Uh, lots of uh, spaces left, or maybe not lots, but there's a few spaces left uh, to join up for that. Uh, you definitely should. Manisha, where can more people find out about your work yeah I, i'd love for everyone to check out the league of innovators and uh, we have so many free resources and programs for those exploring entrepreneurship so um our website is the league of innovators.com um so highly highly recommend that and happy to guide people through it as well but really appreciate you having me here michael
Thanks so much for joining, Manisha. And thank you all for listening. Uh, please like and subscribe this episode. Share it with your friends or, and send us uh, a message as well. We'd love to hear from you. And that's all for this week's episode. We'll see you next time. Until then, let's innovate.